Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker Show. These are the Monday Mojo episodes that I film live on YouTube, the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube on Monday morning, midday, East Australian Eastern Standard Time. So these are usually very, very live, raw and real, and they go hand in hand with the Monday Mojo blog posts, the email that goes out to my tribe. You can sign up to that on the vitalitycoach.com.au. Don't forget to order your copy of my third book, Adulting the Rally of Life, online on the shop on vitalitycoach.com.au. So welcome to the next version of Monday Mojo. I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, it's given and written and provided in a way to help you get a toolbox, some tips, and some practical guides to navigate your way from chaos to calm and have you thinking a little bit differently on shifting some coordinates for a greater success and sustainability in what you're doing. So thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mojo Maker podcast and Vitality Coach TV. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdemore, the quantum coach for extraordinary leaders in life, whatever your title. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe the show. You can come and join us on all podcasts channels from Spotify to iTunes, and also you'll find me on YouTube, Vitality Coach TV. If you haven't already, hop over to Instagram, wherever you're watching this video today. Welcome. Maybe you're here because you need to hear this message. So today's video is part two of my truth and trust series, particularly about having faith to trust all the time. And I want to take you through one of the personal mantras that I have on my quotes from the dictionary. You can also find most of them in my new book, Shameless Plug, Adulting the Rally of Life. Truly, this is about helping you get out of overwhelm and into calm for sustainable success. We can't keep doing the same things that we've always done for all these years and bring more apps in and more tools and everything else without having a new internal operating system in your own hard drive to know how to discern what is right for you, how to communicate that and how to make conscious decisions. And I think that's so important in today's world is really not just the art of awareness of goal setting and having kind of an understanding that an innocence to anything is possible, but it's the next level and the wisdom that's required to discern what really you want to go after, why that's important to you, and sharing your voice with truth and conviction. A lot of the times as well, if you haven't already, please go and watch the first part of this little series on having trust, why it's important to do that all the time. I'll put the links in the show notes below for that, or you can find it on my YouTube channel and my podcast. I think it's episode 136. But today I want to talk you through, you'll notice all my little uh, drawings. I always draw my hand or through all my books and all my models, just a little side note. I've been drawing since a kid, so I always write my models up there. So if you've been working with me, you'll recognize the, the dictionary and the Nikki drawings. Um, uh, what did one of my clients call me? The, the Picasso of mindsets. I'm always making drawings and big things and then bringing that to life so you can have a framework and a structure that can be applied time and time again. So I think we need to really try and define what trust really means. We can't just say to someone, you can trust me or trust the universe or trust the system or trust this process. We need to go deeper than that. And when you have true trust, when you have a complete sense of peace and harmony and a consciousness to back your decisions, then you're going to become uh, another version of yourself because then you're going to be able to have a quiet moment to discern uh, what is good from great and where you're making your decisions from. Most of the time, we're very unaware that we make our decisions from our subconscious or normally referred to as our ego. Your ego is not your amigo, right? 
only recently that a lot more around mindset and mindfulness and mental training and aptitude and all these kind of things from neuroscience right through just to everyday meditation and mindfulness app are keeping people more consciously aware, more internal and looking within for their answers. That's all very easy to say, but when you're managing a family, your own life, an organization, a multinational organization or more, you know, as a leader, the responsibility is all on you. And first and foremost, as a leader, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. There is no reason for us to keep struggling through overwhelm. And there's no reason for us, despite $50 billion in the US alone of investment on reducing stress, reducing anxiety, reducing overwhelm in itself as a topic and the fallouts of that, we still don't seem to be getting anywhere. So let me take you through some tips and tools on understanding and unpacking our trust, which is really having your own truth, knowing that it resonates, understand that when you do that, it's a universal law. Uh, that you're a sovereign and doing that and it's timeless. So that is kind of my uh, expect of uh, unpacking trust to the next level. So the first video I did was making sure that you have faith all the time. Let me just briefly recap on what that means. That means you can't just have faith when things are going well. You actually have to have faith all the time, which means that is knowing and believing and doing the work even in the darkest hour. Knowing that little satellite uh, beep, that little light at the end of the tunnel is always there regardless. So that sense of deep faith, uh, it's not a religion, it's a sense of knowing. And some, for some, it is a religion, but you need to be your own religion too. And you need to realize that when you have trust in yourself, when you can start to discern where you're making your decisions from, and when you're setting goals that resonate, and when you're in your truth, it's for the greater good, not only of you, but for all. But we need to learn how to do that because from a young age, we've been taught the art of persuasion. Let me give you some examples. If you have all your vegetables, you can have dessert. If you finish that test, you can go outside and play. If you do your homework, if you do this, maybe if you say it like that, they'll say yes. So from a very, very, very young age, we're taught to sell ourselves in. We're taught to persuade. We're taught to kind of mitigate risk and to avoid getting told off, shunned, rejected, abandoned, anything else. So Blame, shame, guilt, and fear were predominantly the tools used to make sure that we all kept in one line and we all conformed and we did certain things. Now, all of a sudden, the whole world is exploding and everyone's talking about truth and freedom of speech and, you know, sovereignty and trust and faith and all these words, but do we know what it really means? So for today, I want to focus on unpacking trust, T-R-U-S-T, And my mantra around that when I coach with clients that have enormous responsibilities and are managing not only a large amount of wealth and commercial viability, but the people beneath them, their families and their own peace of mind. So, you know, at the end of the day, we don't have to suffer. That is a conscious choice. And if you've read Eckhart Tolle or even if you've done some Joe Dispenza or you've even listened to Tony Robbins, it's all around harnessing the power of your mind. If you're a high-performing athlete and you've performed at an elite level, you probably got mental coaching or positive mental attitude training from a very young age, and it's probably helped you go through your career and go through life. So, But if you haven't, then you're probably completely new to all this buzzword stuff, and you're also having to dig really deep to go all the limiting beliefs that I built my entire life on thinking that I had run my life the correct way. I've been completely torn down. So let me tell you how to trust again. So first of all, the truth. I think we talk about giving the truth and knowing the truth. Uh, There's a truth series on my show too. 
But discerning what your truth is often for a lot of people can be really scary because it feels like you're going to unearth Pandora's box. It is so important to trust that you know what the truth is. And that doesn't mean pointing a finger at someone going, why haven't you told me the truth? And where's the untruth? And having some kind of Sherlock Holmes-esque discovery of it. It's actually the first step. This is about trusting yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to own your own side of the street. But what happens when we start thinking about these kind of three steps, right, to self-discovery and to growth? The first step is innocence and going, wow, you know, maybe there's another way of doing this. Maybe there's another life out there. Maybe I can actually have happiness consistently, not just three times a year. Or maybe I deserve this, right? So you get this kind of awakening and then all of a sudden, you know, you go around, you meet people that are positive and they kind of like like-minded and, you know, startups or whatever it is that your awakening has happened in, you'll be attracted to all these positive people that, yes, this is a possibility. So all of a sudden we get open to the possibility of growth and change and we get on that wagon. It's all great and namaste and fantastic and vibrant and energetic and there's lots of conversations and smack humanity kicks us in the teeth because nine times out of 10, we're still dealing with a population that aren't all woke and thinking in possibility. Most of the people are still in survival mode. They still feel threat. They still feel fear. They still feel that there's lack. So, you know, you might have this new awakening, this new vision, this innocence about possibility and projection and ideas, but even within your small family circle, there might be people that are thinking completely opposite. So you've got this innocence that suddenly gets smacked up against a wall because you're like, well, how come, why aren't we all thinking like this? And then someone will do something to disappoint you or betray you or deflate that or kind of, you know, reverse psychology, this great idea that you have because their behavior displays completely opposite. So that's called the humanization of our innocence when we come through wanting to trust everything. The third thing is what I'm going to talk to you about today. That is the piece de resistance. That is wisdom. And that comes with maturity, with experience, with knowing that not everyone is going to be the same as you. Not everyone has to react the same as you. And no one will react the same as you. But having the wisdom to know that it's possible. Having the wisdom, the tenacity, the drive, and the determination to show up for yourself. Therein, you'll start to master the true art of not only trusting whatever's going on around you, but most importantly, trusting yourself. When you start doing this, you create a solid foundation to show others how to do it without preaching at them, but just by leading by example. Let me repeat that. True leadership is creating a solid foundation by leading by example. So by harnessing and embodying trust and doing the actions and having the right attitude, that shows that you back yourself, that you trust your crazy ideas, that you are passionate, honest, reliable, and you continually show up in the same way, then you create a safe environment for other people to learn that behavior. But you have to be consistent. So here's how to do it. The first thing is you've got to, if you haven't already looked at the truth series, go and listen to the truth series. But you've got to know what's my truth. You know, even if it's a goal, do I really want this goal? Do I really want that to happen as I go in? Am I going after it? And if you're going to have a conversation with someone Just go, what's my truth in this? And own that truth. Don't point a finger. Just go, am I prepared to have a conversation about why I might feel things need to change or I need to show up for myself and say, hey, we might have always had this style of conversation, but it's just not suiting me anymore because I find it offensive and I don't feel respected. Now that is, I find it offensive and I don't feel respected. That's my truth. Not you did this, you did that, you're a rat, (laughs) you know. You know, you uh, embezzled money out of the business account. Now I'm left with it. I mean, all those scenarios happen, right? But first of all, 
is we have to first own up what our truth is. That's the first part of trust. The second part is resonate. So when you start to explain your truth, even to yourself or to others, or you start to put trust out to the universe, whatever it is has to mean something to you. You can't just pluck an idea or cause or um, some kind of thing and attach yourself to it like a badge. Whatever it is that you stand behind, whatever it is that you're going to show up for, has to mean something, has to resonate within you. You have to want to fight for it. And that deep resonance, that deep kind of connection to your cellular system is when you know that you're onto something important. So because it creates a jarring, you know, it sits with you. It's not just all that doesn't matter. It really resonates inside of you. So when you're trusting something, you've got a feeling, right? You're like, I just can't let this go. Now, making sure that's a feeling in here and it's not an ego-based feeling, which is a story attached to how someone's behaved or that is a waste of time and a waste of energy. You must learn to discern your ego from self. And there's a podcast on that called Your Ego Is Not Your Amigo, or you can read you know, Michael Singer's Untethered Soul. I mean, there's so much about it. I have a lot on my show about that too. So if you're not sure about how to discern the difference between self and ego, you know, leave a comment and I'll put the right links in there for you or just reach out. The third point of trust, which is the you, you and trust is universal. So trust isn't just one way street, right? You can't demand trust from someone and then not be trustworthy back. You can't trust the universe and ask for it to deliver you your intent and your mood boards and everything else. If you're not showing up and embodying the behavior that would you be so deservant of all those things coming through. For example, if you don't save when you're starting to put money aside for a house, then the unit, there's no trustworthy actions that demonstrate that you're backing the idea. So you're going to have to make conscious choices. You can't have it all. You can't pretend you want something and then not do the behaviors that fit with that. So trust is the universal law of attraction and also detachment. So trusting is knowing when something is over. Trusting is understanding that how someone else shows up, uh, business or otherwise, uh, is how they show up. And however that behavior goes, it's not your responsibility, but maybe it was always supposed to be like that. And then if it's ending, it's ending for a reason. But what we tend to do with a lot of situations in our human world is we tend to try and hang on to things. We tend to try and control people, manipulate outcomes. We don't own our staff, you know, they have their own free will, but we can lead by example and create an environment where you have transparency, trust, and a universal law of reciprocal energy. That takes practice because like I said before, we weren't taught this when we were kids. We're taught to sort of do version A and hopefully you'll get C or, you know, dance and do something. And if you're well-behaved, you'll get that. So there's always been like, if you do this, you'll get that. But what about you're already enough by showing up fully in trust and universally as your 100% self? And you just were consistent in every single environment and every single situation and conversation with complete truth and integrity. Can you imagine how relieving that would be? How much energy you would get back? How simple life would be if you just spoke in truth and resonance? And if you didn't have anything to say, you don't have to say anything. I think that's the other thing is, we always feel like we have to fill a gap, but sometimes we've just got to refrain from saying something for the sake of it and going, I've got nothing to add to that, you know, or I agree or I don't agree. But we're so busy consuming information and giving information out, we forget to check in with ourselves. So the universal law is if you really want someone to show up for you, if you really want a project to come through, if you really want something on your vision board or your goal or your business or whatever else to be noticed, 
then you have to make the first step to the universe and go, I'm taking this seriously. I'm going to show up for myself and I'm going to body the actions and the attitude that demonstrate that. So trust in the process, trust in yourself, be truthful, make sure that what you're saying is resonant to you. You're not just pitching at someone and then remember the universal law of reciprocation. So don't do one thing, expect something different back or don't expect something and then do something completely different. It has to be in alignment because it'll always come out in the wash. The second part of this whole thing is how do we talk about sovereignty? So sovereignty is a really interesting word because it's used a lot at the moment in all different platforms too from, you know, I know a lot of men's groups are talking about finding their masculine energy now and finding their sovereign self, the same thing with women. Uh, We're all trying to find our identity, right? So sovereignty can probably be best described as what's your identity? Who are you? What is your sovereign free will? This is, I'm Nikki. This is what I stand for. These are my vital ingredients. This is my choice, you know. But often throughout the age of time, we've had so much at threat for people's sovereignty. People haven't felt safe anymore. They haven't felt safe in their own homes, decision-making, money, family, education. We've seemed to be stripped away from our conscious decision-making and our sovereign selves. And we've been mass herded into kind of things that we should do or we could do or we have to do. And so therefore we start to doubt our own decisions. But when you do want to kind of decide that you're going to be sovereign or do something different, all of a sudden, um, you know, you start getting a kickback from friends or society or whatever else. So let me just tell you another little diagram here. And if you've seen my Leap of Faith video, you'll know this one. If you're just listening to the podcast, I'll put this on the show notes for you. But mostly what we do is we avoid leaping across to truth and trust because we don't want to be blamed or we don't want to be ashamed. We don't feel good. All those kind of like limiting beliefs get placed upon us. So we just stay stuck and and we don't move or take a leap of faith through to the truth zone, which is when you have confidence, clarity, and calm. Because when you're truthful in yourself, at least to yourself, then you can stay congruent. And that is where you get most of your energy. That is where you get your conviction. That is where there is less persuasion and you have a universal resonance that other people understand you for all the time. So this timeless part of trusting is you can't just ask for trust or talk about trust part-time. You're either going to be in trust or not. So that's a really important relationship when you're working with other people. You can't just promise trust to get started. You've got to decide how you're going to show up in this life. You can't just ask the universe to have your back if you're not constantly talking to it and demonstrating the actions and behaviors that actually give you the attitude of showing up for yourself. And that's the difference, I think, between people that have wishes and those that actually get things done, is that it's the ability to trust the process, the ability to trust the timing, and most importantly, the ability to trust yourself. And this, I think, is the biggest thing for many, many people is that ability to trust ourselves gets eroded from the very first time we get told off. You know, you know, don't touch that. It's hot or don't start unwrapping your Christmas presents because it's selfish or whatever else. I don't know. I've heard so many different things or, you know, you're the oldest. Don't be don't be selfish. I don't know. We've got this kind of one moment in our time where we're like told off that it actually shocked our system. And then we start doubting ourselves. We go, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Or I didn't know that was unsafe. Or I didn't know any better. And then all of a sudden we start being in a world where we're told how we should do things. And we eradicate our internal knowledge. 
And I've spoken about this a lot before that, um, you know, our internal knowledge is now. So it gets carried through your heart atom, N-O-U-S. It's a Latin word. And we kind of have that with generations and lifetimes. So you can explain that some people are really good singers or woodworkers or crafters or designers, or they play the guitar beautifully, or they come up and they play the piano and they're like, my grandfather used to play that. So we do inherit our skills and knowledge and things. But what we don't do is we don't listen enough to the skills and knowledge that we have inside ourselves because those are beaten out of us in some way or another through school or whatever else. Now, today's education, we're trying to teach our younger generation how to be enough, that they're already wonderful, that their diversity, their individual personalities, that their skills, their creativity, how their mind works is all beautiful in its own right. Important, But as an adult, you also need to understand that's your truth, right? how you want to show up in this life, backing yourself, trusting yourself, showing up uh, with truth, showing up with resonant conviction, understanding the law of the universe, you know, art of attachment, the law of attraction, uh, the law of reciprocity, uh, interdependence, being sovereign, saying, I totally respect you guys can do that, but I feel like this is important to me. And then not feeling like blame, shame, guilted, interchanging. And the last thing is timeless. We all evolve. And the only time I get really worried is when people are afraid of change and they resist. Resistance is persistence. So that persistence to go, oh no, or use a but. Yes, I would like to, but. Yes, I would love to start my own business, but. Yes, I would love to be fit and healthy at your age, Nikki, but. So if you hear yourself always with a but after a goal, then you're resisting your own growth and you're making an excuse to stay stuck and avoid and stay in the perceived safe zone because you probably don't want to suffer heartbreak or you don't want to suffer failure or, you know, you've got to take a leap of faith and trust this zone because this zone here, the trust zone between leaping and landing, between uh, blame, shame and guilt and truth and confidence and integrity that is where the magic lies because that's when you really get to see what you're made of. Now, you're going to need good people around you as you go through this. You're going to need leaders that you can talk to with truth and transparency. You're going to lead leaders that aren't afraid that you'll take their job or override. And that's kind of the same thing whether you're a parent or a friend. Someone's growth is not a threat to your abundance. There is enough for everybody. And you have to ask yourself, if someone's coming in, they're saying, I want to try this. We should encourage people to see things through, but always say, okay, that's great. What's your goal? What are the actions required to do that? And the attitude to embody that you really trust yourself and you back yourself. And it takes time to cement those new behaviors, to have that positive mental attitude. So a little tip that I do uh, with some of my clients is I have the positive on purpose jar. um, And I'm sure I've got a diagram here because I think I did it earlier for one of my clients on the phone. There you go. There's my little positive on purpose jar. So you have a jar uh, where the whole family can put it. You have a set of post-it notes. And every day you just write an anonymous note to yourself with a positive thing that is related to the goal at hand. Or just says, I'm so proud of you. Or well done for savings today. Or I'm the great dad. Or I'm a fantastic founder. Or I believe in myself. Or I absolutely am going to adult through my finances and create an investment property strategy. Whatever it is, you know, I'm going to create a game-changing tech that 
cures, I don't know what. I mean, whatever it is, you've just got to replace the negative self-talk, the fear, blame, shame, and guilt uh, with trusting all the time, right? So there's your truth. Does it resonate? Are you practicing the universal law in and out? You know, be transparent. Are you being your sovereign self? Are you showing up as yourself at all times in the boardroom, at the breakfast table, with your friends? I always say when I'm speaking on stage or when I'm, I'm coaching in groups, you're going to get the same Nikki, whether we're here on a video together and you're sitting in the UK or we're in Puerto Rico or you're coming to have a coffee with Roxy, my Labrador, and I just have a chat about life, you're going to get the same Nikki. And I think therein lies the gift of energy. Therein lies the gift of finding peace and harmony and knowing that however you're doing it, as long as you're yourself, it's already fantastic. And that is a great gift because that will give you a lot of hard drive space to stop persuasion, to stop negotiating, to stop overselling, and to just show up as yourself. And then you have all this other room, room for what? Creativity, vision, deep friendships, connection, collaboration, creation, like all the really, really cool vital ingredients that we have as humans on this planet to create a revolution with our own natural, wholesome evolution. So let me say that again, in order for a revolution for this world to be compassionate and kind and for our money to filter through so there's enough for everyone, we have to be the evolution as individuals. We can't wait for someone else to go and do it for us. You are responsible for your own ecosystem and that ecosystem starts with you. It starts with your daily energy with yourself. It reaches out to your family and friends. But without expectation, without projection, without rules, without trying to control, without trying to manipulate, just be happy taking care of yourself to have your truth, your sovereignty, your universal law, something that resonates with you and realize that trusting is timeless. And it is just the coolest thing when you learn the art of how to trust all the time. So I'll put the show notes below. Uh, If you are leading an organization and you're exhausted at the moment because you feel that other people don't step up, I will be talking about neurodiversity. You know, it takes a certain breed to start a company. It takes a certain individual or group of individuals to forge ahead and come up with ideas and keep going. I think to be an entrepreneur or to be a leader of an organization, uh, to be anything in C-suite or executive or general manager, Please don't look at those leaders in your life and in your organization and resent them because they're the reason that you have a job. They're the reason that you get to put food on the table for your kids. You know, it takes a lot of tenacity, drive, fortitude, and it's a huge responsibility to lead. It really is. And a lot of the times we just don't have the choice. You know, we get put in those positions because of who we are. And so if we have mutual respect that we need all types of people to bring their full selves to whatever situation, then I think we're going to have great harmony. But that is releasing codependence. It's releasing blame, shame, guilt, coercion, manipulation, and selling into going, you know what, this is what you're getting. This is who I am. This is why it matters. All good if it doesn't resonate with you, but that's that. And that is a really, really refreshing place to go, knowing that you can continually evolve from that too. So I hope today I've helped you think about how to trust, what that really means, unpacking that word. I mean, trust comes from truth. Trust comes from having something that really resonates with you. And trust comes from the universal law of sovereignty and timelessness, reciprocity, and that transparency. And if we can all show up like that, we get to have really, really good interdependent 
relationships because you can feel a connection with something or a project, but ultimately you have to be connected with yourself first. And when you can do that, that is where the magic lies because you can sit in this void between the safe zone of your ego and the possibility of the magic that you can create. And so trust yourself, guys. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore, the Mojo Maker. I thank you so much for all your questions as well. I'll be answering lots of these on um, IGTV and my YouTube channel and the blog and everything else. Come follow me. Please like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe and notification bell. Leave me a comment. Please come over and join the Mojo Maker podcast and leave a review. I would really, really love that and appreciate that. And come on and sign up for Monday Mojo on Vitality Coach dot com dot au remember you know you're in the driver's seat of your life and that means required action and attitude to suit up and get ready and to have that ultimate trifecta of being healthy wealthy and wise and the first place to start is really unpacking who you are and not needing it to be perfect and just showing up like that every day and wait till you see the type of frequency that comes back to you and that blend of intellect and charisma and consideration it will never lead you astray. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And um, thanks for joining. See you later. Oh, and don't forget, you can also get my book, Adulting the Rally of Life, um, How to Go from Chaos to Calm. And I'm really excited that we've got a second edition as well. If you're looking for fitness and goal setting of vitality, and all these books are available on my website with a promo code as well. You'll see the promo code for the month will be on the landing page, thevitalitycoach.com.au. So grab a copy and you get free worksheets with it as well. Okay, bye guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.